0: A'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahirabbil alamin. Wassallallahu tbarakatu taala sallama ala sayyidina Muhammadin sayyidina wa sanadina wa habibina wa shafii'ina mawlana sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa azwajihi wa dhurriyatihi wa ahli baytihi wa man tabi'ahum bi ihsanin ila wa ba So we continue uh in the discussion of the archetype of mujahada or as Nicholson translates it, self-mortification, struggling against the nafs uh, so that a person can achieve the state of uh, witnessing uh, 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 the divine uh, in his heart. And so he continues, he says, now I will state the arguments of the opposing party. He told the, 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 the doctrine of Sahal uh, tustari of Riyadhah and of Mujahada being the driver of a person Suluk. Now he's going to state the arguments of the opposing party. They maintain that the uh, verse of the Quran cited by Sahil is uh, "Histeron Proteron." Uh, uh, the verse mm-hmm. "Waladina Lanahdiannahum Subulana." That those who struggle uh, uh, for us. Uh, we will guide them to our paths. And so he translates this into a Greek expression, which means, I don't speak Greek, but it means something like putting the, putting the last first. Uh, that it's a type of qalb. Uh, he says that, and the meaning of it is that those who we guide to our ways, they will strive to the utmost for our sake. That this is, this is what their uh, interpretation of this verse is. And that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi said, None of you shall be saved by his works. O Messenger of Allah, they cried, not even you, uh, not even I, uh, said he, unless God encompasses me with his mercy. So this is the, 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 the counter-argument. Now, mujahada is a man's act and his act cannot possibly become the cause of his salvation, which depends on the divine will. And God has said whoever, wishes, uh, whoever God wishes to lead aright, he will open his chest to receive Islam. Uh, and whoever he wishes to lead astray, he will make his chest straight and narrow. Uh, by affirming his will, he denies the effect uh, of the religious ordinances which have been laid uh, upon mankind. If mujahada were the cause of union, then Iblis would not have been damned. Or if neglect of mujahada were the cause of damnation, Adam would never have been blessed. The result hangs on predestined grace, on the inayat of Allah Ta'ala, not on abundance of mujahada. It is not the case that he uh, who exerts himself most is the most secure, but he who has obtained the grace of Allah Ta'ala is most near to him. A monk worshipping in his cell may be far from Allah, and a sinner in a tavern may be near to him. The noblest thing in the world is the faith of a child who is not subject to the religious law at all, in fact. Uh, and in this respect, belongs to the same category as madmen. If then mujahada is not the cause of the noblest of all gifts, then no cause is necessary for anything that is inferior. So this is a counter-argument for the person who uh, talks about mujahada. Now he's going to try to make tatbir between these, these, these two uh, points of view. He's going to resol- he's gonna try to resolve between them. So he says, I, Ali bin Uthman, al-Jullabi, Uh, say that uh, the difference between the two parties in this controversy lies in the Ibarat, in the expression, the way they express themselves. One says, he who seeks shall find, and the other says, he who finds shall seek. Seeking is the cause of finding, but it is no less true that finding is also the cause of seeking. The one party practices mujahada for the purpose of obtaining contemplation, whereas the other party practices contemplation for the purpose of obtaining mujahada the fact is that mujahada stands in the same relation to contemplation as tawfiq as divine blessing which is a gift from allah ta'ala and taa so just like a person's tawfiq and obedience they both have a relationship with one another you want to do something and allah wants you to do something you want to do something good and allah wants you to do something good so something good ends up happening uh, as it is absurd to seek obedience without the divine blessing without tawfiq it is also absurd to seek the divine blessing without obedience both of them are absurd to think that Allah will wish good for you but you're not going to end up doing anything good or to think that you're going to do something good and that means Allah is going to wish good for you both of them have to be there at the same time just as it is absurd to seek the divine blessing without obedience uh, 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 sorry just as it is absurd to uh, seek obedience without divine divine blessing it is absurd to seek the divine blessing without obedience. And there can be no mujahada without contemplation. And there can be no contemplation without mujahada. The two of them are like kind of like uh, 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 the two wings on which a person's suluk flies. Man is guided to mujahada by a flash of divine beauty. Inasmuch as that flash is the cause of uh, the existence of mujahada, divine guidance, hidayat, precedes uh, uh, mujahada. Now, as regards to the argument of Sahal and his followers, rahimahullah, Uh, that uh, failure to affirm mujahada involves the denial of all religious ordinances which have come down in the books uh, to all the prophets that have been revealed. This statement requires correction. Religious obligation or taklif depends on divine guidance, on hidayat, and acts of mujahada only serve to affirm the proofs of God, not to affect real union with him. God has said, and though we had sent down the angels unto them, and the dead had spoken unto them, and we had gathered before them all things together, they would not have believed unless God had so willed. For the belief in God is our will, uh, he writes in explanation, not evidences or, or mujahada. Accordingly, the revelations of the prophets and the ordinances of deen are means, they're asbab to attaining union, but they're not the cause, the illa of obtaining union so far as uh, religious obligations are concerned abu Bakr radiallahu anhu was in the same position as abu jahl but abu jahl having justice and grace attained whereas abu jahl uh, sorry abu Bakr, having justice and grace attained whereas abu jahl having justice without grace failed this is a a a, a comment directed to abu jahl his actual or his kunya in jahiliya was what abu abu hakam Why? Because he was uh, an upright, he was thought to be an upright man, a just man, a wise man, a sagacious man, a generous man, a man of many good qualities. So these qualities were shared by Abu Bakr and uh, and Abu Jahl. But Abu Jahl didn't have the divine grace that went with those qualities, so it made him Abu Jahl, uh, whereas the divine grace made Abu Bakr, Abu Bakr. Therefore the cause of attainment is attainment itself, not the act of seeking attainment. Uh, For if the seeker were the one with uh, the object sought, the seeker would be one. And in that case, he would not be the seeker because uh, he who has attained is at rest, whereas the seeker can never be. Again, in reference to their argument that the qualities of a horse are altered by mujahada, uh, you must know that mujahada is only a means of bringing out the quality that are already latent in the horse, but do not appear uh, until he's been trained. So this this is a important point, building on the the question that you had from before, which is what all that's there, the qadr of Allah subhanahu wa taala has been written before a person's. It's read by the angels the day your soul is escorted into the womb of your mother. He's saying that the mujahada is what is that who you are is already inside. The mujahada is just chiseling away the 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 unnecessary uh, clay. In order to bring out what the actual image is from inside of it, Mujahada will never turn a donkey into a horse or a horse into a donkey. So it doesn't alter your quality. Because this involves a change of identity. Since Mujahada has not the power of transforming identity, it cannot possibly be affirmed in the presence of Allah. And this is an important point because this helps a person to both see the point of the Mujahada while also not attributing there. Uh, their progress and their suluk to themselves. Because the one who gives you your identity, the one who you know makes the decision whether you're a horse or a donkey, that's Allah Ta'ala. That all comes from Him. So if you see yourself making progress through your difficulty and your hardship, you know it's, there's some point to it, but it's not you that's doing it. It's uh, still the decision is Allah Ta'ala's. This is an important point because in matters of suluk, in matters of aqeedah the mashayikh of the Haq and the mashayikh of the Ahlul Sunnah, always their focus is on, on Allah Ta'ala. It's not the locus of, of control for practical matters, even if we attribute it for legal matters, for example, we attribute it to a human being. Always it's attributed ultimately to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. This is why he says that this is the sub of a person's progress, not the illah of the person's progress. It's an occasion, it's not... It's not the actual, the actual uh, causal reason. Over that spiritual director, namely Sahl, there used to pass a mujahada of which he was independent and which while he was in the reality thereof, he was unable to express in words. He was not like some who have made their religious or their religion to talk about mujahada without practicing it. How absurd that what ought to consist wholly in action should become nothing but words. In short, the Sufis are unanimous in recognizing the existence of mujahada and discipline, but hold that it is wrong to pay them regard. Those who deny mujahada do not mean to deny its reality, but only to deny that any regard should be paid to it, and that anyone should be pleased with his own actions in the place of holiness. As inasmuch as mujahada is the act of a man, while mushahada is the act or the state that uh, one is kept in by God. And a man's actions do not begin to have value until God keeps him thus. The mujahada of those who Allah loves is the work of God in them without choice on their part. It overwhelms them and melts them away. But the mujahada of the ignorant is the work of themselves in themselves by their own choice. It perturbs and distresses them and distress is due to evil. Therefore, do not speak of your own actions while you cannot avoid it. And never in any circumstance follow your nafs, for it is your phenomenal being that veils you from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that's what he's saying is that the people who are denying mujahada they're not they're denying it in words because you're not supposed to talk about it. It's like fight club. Rule first rule of fight club, you don't talk about you're not supposed to talk about it. Just do it. When you talk, you attribute things to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, 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 if you attribute it to yourself, then it's itself. It's the veil. He thinks why? Because your phenomenal being, the being of yourself, is is the veil between you and Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. If you are veiled by one act alone, uh, you might be unveiled by another. But since your whole being is a veil, you will not become worthy of substance subsistence uh, of baqa uh, until you are wholly annihilated. It is related in a well known anecdote that Hussein bin Mansur al Hallaj came to Kufa and lodged in the house of Muhammad bin Hussein al-Alawi. Ibrahim al-Khawas, who was also one of the great mashaykh, uh, also came to Kufa uh, and having heard of Hallaj, went to go see him. Al-Hallaj said to him, oh Ibrahim, during these 40 years of your connection with Tasawwuf, what have you gained from it? Ibrahim al-Khawas rah- answered, I have made the doctrine of trust uh, in Allah uniquely my own. Al-Hallaj said, you have wasted your life in cu- cultivating your spiritual nature. What has become of annihilation and unification? Al-Fana'a fi al-Tawheed. What has become of annihilation and unification? i.e. trust in God is a term denoting your conduct toward God and your spiritual excellence in regards to relying on Him. If a man spends his whole life in remedying his spiritual nature, he will need another life for remedying his material nature and his life will be lost before he has found a trace or vestige of God. And a story is told of Sheikh Abu uh, Ali Siyah uh, of Mar- Siyah persian for black. Abu Ali Siyah al-Marr. Uh, that he said, I saw my lower nafs in a form resembling my own and someone had seized it by the hair and gave it to me in my own hands. People, you know, like when they make a lot of mujahada and they cut the nafs off really hard and it's grip on the person's ruh starts to slip. Then the ruh starts seeing things from other places. But the mind doesn't know how to interpret that. Because the ruh doesn't see, it's not an eye. We even say the word, the ruh sees things metaphorically. So then the brain has to try to, neurons and things like that, have to try to transform, transform and like uh, translate all these things into a metaphor. So he said, he said, I saw my nafs, uh, 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 that someone had seized it by its hair and gave it to me in my own hands. I bound it to a tree and was about to destroy it when it cried out, Oh Abu Ali, don't trouble yourself. I am uh, uh, God's army. Lashkar He so I am God's army. I am God's soldier. You cannot reduce me to nothing. You can't, you'll never be able to destroy me. And it is related uh, concerning Muhammad bin Ulyan of Nasa, an eminent companion of Junaid, تعالى, that he said, in my novitiate, when I was a novice, uh, when I had become aware of the corruptions of the nafs and acquainted with its places of ambush, I always felt a violent, ha- violent hatred of it in my heart. One day something like a young fox came forth from my throat. Again, this is one of those visions that a person sees. Say, A young fox came forth from my throat and God caused me to know that it was my nafs. I cast it under my feet and at every kick I gave it, it grew bigger. I said, other things are destroyed by pain and blows. Why Why do you increase? It replied, because I was created perverse. That which is pain to other things is pleasure to me, and that that which is their pleasure is my pain. That mm-hmm. the ruh, whatever is good for your ruh is going to harm, harm it. It's going to make it feel pain, and whatever makes it happy is going to harm the ruh. Shaykh Abdul Abbas Shaqani, who was the imam of his time, said, One day I came into my house and found a yellow dog lying there asleep. Thinking that it had come in from the street, I was about to turn it out, but it crept in under uh, under me and vanished. Sheikh uh, Abu Qasim Gurgani, who today is the Qutb, may Allah prolong his life. So that's his sheikh. That's his biir sab. He's always going to be good. But he was a big. He was a big. Shih. He actually was a big sheikh. It's not just a Maries like pumping him. He really was a great sheikh. Mashallah. Uh, he said that he says Abu Qasim Gurgani, who to this day is the Qutb, may God prolong his life, relates speaking of his own novitiate uh, that he saw his lower soul, his nafs, in the form of a snake. Adarvish said, I saw my lower soul in the shape of a mouse. Who are you? I asked. It answered, I am the destruction of the heedless, for I urge them to evil and the salvation of those who love God. For if I were not with them in my corruption, they would have been puffed up with pride in their purity. So it's like the opposite of your hype guy. You know, people have a hype guy to you know, like you know, constantly pumping them up and whatever. This is say that like in the in the um The adulations that the triumphant generals would come in to Rome with—that they would ride in a chariot with the with the 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 laurel wreath on their head—and like the whole Rome would come to like cheer them and whatever, right? So that they would have a a slave ride on the chariot with them, and just every couple of minutes, like whisper in their ear, all of it is vanity. All of it is vanity. Mm -hmm. The person has enough. It kind of helps you from thinking you're cool. Uh, because that's how it is, Mantawala All of these stories uh, uh, prove that the lower soul is a real substance and not a mere attribute, and that it has attributes which are clearly, uh, uh, which we clearly can perceive. The Messenger of Allah sallallahu said, "The worst enemy is your nafs, which is between your own two sides. When you have obtained knowledge of it, you recognize that it can be mastered by discipline." but that its essence and substance do not perish if it is rightly known uh, under control the seeker need not care uh, though it continues to exist in him hence the purpose of mujahada of the nafs is to destroy its attributes not to annihilate its reality now i will discuss the true nature of passion and the renunciation of lust so, inshallah we'll leave that for uh for the next majlis Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us control over this thing Mm -hmm. and not ever give it control over us. Mm -hmm. That we have uh, the fortune of it serving us and that we be saved from the disgrace of Mm -hmm. uh, uh, serving it. And that the moment that He takes us from this world, that this thing is under our control and not Mm -hmm. the other way around.